Welcome to Working Gratitude, Real People, Real Gratitude at Work, with your host, Darren Hollingsworth, Chief Gratitude and Affirmation Officer at Odenata Coaching and Consulting. Working Gratitude was created to stimulate dialogue and conversation about the usefulness of gratitude in the workplace. These brief interviews with successful professionals from a variety of workplace environments will encourage and inspire you and give you food for thought about how you can start working gratitude. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Now here's your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Hello and welcome to Working Gratitude. I'm Darren Hollingsworth. To talk with us today about Working Gratitude is my guest, Melody Moore. American soprano Melody Moore has performed in roles with San Francisco Opera, New York City Opera, Atlanta Opera, English National Opera, Opera Cleveland, Los Angeles Opera, Madison Opera, New Orleans Opera, Orlando Opera, Cincinnati Chamber Orchestra. In 2013, Melody makes her debut with the Houston Grand Opera. She's appeared regularly with the San Francisco-based New Century Chamber Orchestra, with the Fort Worth Symphony Orchestra, and with the Bavarian Radio Symphony. Melody is a graduate of the Cincinnati College Conservatory of Music, is a 2007 San Francisco Opera Adler Fellow, and a former Marilla Opera Program participant. And one of the things I love about her, we share Tennessee roots. Melody is originally from Dyersburg, Tennessee, not too far from my hometown of Memphis. Welcome, Melody, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so happy to be here, Darren. Thanks. Before we start our conversation about working gratitude, would you tell our listeners a little bit more about what it's like to have a career as a soprano, maybe some of your favorite roles? Yes, I would say that I'm the luckiest girl known to man, number one, to be able to be singing for a living. Um, I always did enjoy singing. I didn't think one could make a career out of it, and I still sometimes wonder if one can. But I'm happy to be um, a singing a singing person um, for a living. And my favorite roles uh, to date are Tosca. I love Madame Butterfly. I love Britain. Uh, Benjamin Britten's works. I love The Turn of the Screw. Um, I do tend to kind of bend toward pieces that are difficult to learn because I enjoy the challenge, um, both mentally and musically. So those are a few of my favorites. I also love Rosen Cavalier so much. And, uh, I love that opera. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk all day about these. <laughs> and you've really gotten to perform in some wonderful places with some wonderful opera organization. So again, congratulations, and thank you for sharing your talent with so many audiences across the country and across the world. It's it's great for me to get to talk with you. So let's dive into a conversation about gratitude at work and what you have to be grateful for. What can you say that you are grateful for right now in your career? I am so grateful to be able to speak. Um, I think oftentimes, especially uh, you may understand this well, but especially in the South and um, and then for me as a woman in the South, um, I wouldn't say that I was very much encouraged to necessarily speak my mind um, or, yeah, or have a voice. And so I think, you know, it's probably no accident that I chose along the path. I mean, it was a very slow decision, one that came about over a decade, really. 
But when I made the decision to actually, you know, scream at 3,000 people and have them not have really a choice but to listen to me, (laughs) um, I'm just so grateful to be able to speak because this music provides – it's almost like a magic carpet. You know, you're able to speak Mm. on top, you know, on top of flying through this music that also speaks. So it's, you know, it's a multiple, it's kind of plural way to talk to an audience. And everyone is there because they want a cathartic moment or they want to be spoken to. So, you know, no one is being tortured. I haven't heard you saying no one feels screamed at. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in a career that is, in the arts, and that that is is a difficult journey for, uh, as you've expressed to me in other conversations, and for many, singing as a career is a difficult journey. But is there a particular challenge that you have faced in your thriving opera career that you now can look at with a lens of gratitude that you might not have been able to see that way as you were going through it? Yes, I would speak to. Um a general stage fright uh, as sort of an obstacle that was in my way for quite some time. It would seem like the more that you get up and the more audiences you have sung in front of and the bigger and bigger those audiences get, that probably your, your nerves decrease in relation to that increase. But it is not necessarily true (laughs) that that happens that way. So um, very, very recently, I'd say up around 2009 or 10, I had an an experience at English National Opera where I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was right before an opening night, and I woke up in a complete dead panic, um, thinking to myself the most awful and unrealistic things, like, what if I lose my voice tonight? You know, the, the reason one might lose their voice is because they've been ill, or, oh, really, that's about it is that they've had laryngitis. I mean, there's not a way to necessarily immediately uh, come into a situation where you've lost your voice. And and I knew that it was unrealistic. And I remember thinking at that time, aha, what I'm dealing with here is a shadow part of myself. This is This is the dark one that sits behind us and tells us things that we're not able to do. And we have to – I made a decision that night that made me very grateful. Um, for that experience, and I decided to, what I call, hold hands with the demon. And I looked in the mirror and said, we can do this until there is a problem, and I definitely said we. Until there is a real problem, there is not a problem. We have made it this far. There's a reason we're here. You know, trust me, we're going to get through this. And I knew I was sort of talking to another part of me that, that is just afraid. Um, and I guess we all go through that. I mean, I'm sure anybody that gets up and gives a PowerPoint presentation gets a little scared. And what if I'm, they're going to see I'm a fraud or whatever? You know, yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard of these unrealistic fears before, but they're founded in something. But we must, uh, we must look at them and we must actually be in a relationship with them, not bury them, but say... I'm with you and you're with me and we can do this together. That I am grateful for. And finding that whenever you find it in your life and career and having what I would call an emotional muscle memory for that, so that you know what it feels like to be present with that and yeah. I mean, you can kind of confront it. Uh, what an inspiration. And you've hit a 
key uh, thing, I think, that that um, confrontation is, is applicable to so many people, whether it's a one-to-one -one presentation for a salesperson or whether mm -hmm. it is another performer or anywhere in between, we all have some level of performance in our lives. So right. uh, thank you very much for sharing kind of a real and um, that, that light that gratitude brings to a situation, particularly in hindsight. Right. Let's shift a, a moment then from the gratitude in your work directly to mm. how your gratitude may, or just life and your work and what you get to do, how does that overflow into the community for you, uh, for community involvement or for a particular organization that you uh, champion uh, as a reflection of your gratitude? I have I've had a desire to champion many organizations for a very long time, but my and my immediate approach to overflowing into the community is actually through master classes with young students. And the reason for that is because I was a young student and I thought there was no end to the educational process with mm -hmm. academia and with pol you know politics and I never could see the end of it. And many, many times I would think to myself, but I have something to say and I want to be an artist. And now I feel like I can actually, with something under my belt, with a history of dealing with fear, with a history of, of um, believing in myself, whether or not XYZ professor actually did believe in me. And actually mm. even going on into singing when I was told to stop by mm. several very reputable people. Um, I feel that I can bring to kids, and I definitely bring it to them with the spirit of generosity and kindness, um, mm -hmm. bring to them hope and say, if you've got something to say, you've got something to say. No one can tell you what value that holds except for yourself. And so what I do in, in situations like that, master classes, is we'll go through the song. I'll listen to it once, and most of the time what I try to engender in the kids is a sense of, of opinion. You know, what are you saying in this piece? What do you think you're saying in this piece? Not what does the story tell you, but what are you saying? You know, um, and it has been, it's been really uh, profound. The, the couple or three times that I've been able to do a major master class, I did one at Stanford, um, one out in Akron at my old voice teacher's um, church. And, you know, I've been involved in also giving talks um, about fear and about Great. the career. So I, that's kind of immediately how I reach out. Mm -hmm. You know, that is the, the sense of give back. You know, when I speak to people about philanthropy and personal philanthropy, it carries so many forms. And the, you expressing your gratitude by giving back to other young artists, mm -hmm. that is a sincere and authentic place that I think is incredibly, incredibly inspiring. And, and so not only does your voice inspire from the stage, but in a like, educational and mentoring way, business people certainly would say mentoring, uh, opera people say master classes, and I think it's mm -hmm. just wonderful that you're able to share, you know, not just one-on-one, -on -one, but with really, so that many can learn from the experience of hearing one, one thing like that. Inspirational to me, an advocate and, and fan of the arts, so, and I hope, yeah. I'm sure, this will be inspirational to our listeners as well. I would love Thank it you. if you would um, share your website with our listeners so that people can follow your performance schedule and any other master classes that you're 
doing. So would you share your website with our listeners? Sure. I would love to because it costs me enough to put it up. <laughs> www.melodymoresoprano. Make sure the soprano is on there because there's another Melody Moore, and I don't even want to talk about what she does for a business. Right. So it's Melody Moore Soprano. Dot com. You'll know you're on the site because there's a big fat picture of me right up in the front. Um, basically, what's on there is a schedule, uh, a way to get in touch with, um, you know, with what's going on in the community as well. I have a blog on that site. There are several, um, yeah, there are several pictures also of, of different productions, and it's kind of fun. I am so grateful to you for taking the time Thank out of you. a very busy performance schedule to share some inspiration and gratitude with our listeners so thanks very much thank you darren so much to our listeners i thank you for joining us on working gratitude please uh, give us your feedback and let us know uh, what inspires you and where your gratitude at work uh, comes from please listen again to working gratitude so that you can bring this to the workplace and inspire friends, colleagues, and others. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Darren Hollingsworth, and please listen again to Working Gratitude. Darren Hollingsworth has had a successful career as a financial advisor, a senior fundraising professional, and a nonprofit executive. Now, as a business success and philanthropy coach, Darren is passionate about helping successful professionals realize and exceed their personal and professional potential. He helps individuals find their passion, inspiration, and motivation through work based on gratitude, accountability, and encouragement. To hear more Working Gratitude and for more information about Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, visit our website, odonatacoaching.com, or visit us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash odonatacoaching. Working Gratitude, copyright Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, all rights reserved.